This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Well.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington, and it's just about time for FabTech. And I know I'm excited and overwhelmed and could use a little help getting prepared for what to expect. I also wanted to shine a little light on some of the events and exhibits you can check out down there. I have a few guests with me today. I've got Greg Richardson, who is in charge of business development over here at Weld.com, as well as Austin, a.k.a. Dr. Welds, who is our operations manager, and Garrett Corsi, a.k.a. The Welding Okie, who is our digital marketing manager. First off, if you're not sure what Fabtech is, it is the biggest conference for everything welding, fabrication, finishing, and manufacturing. There are workshops all week long that'll take your skills to the next level, Tons of vendors showcasing new innovations, keynote speakers talking about the state of the industry and forecasts for where it's going, as well as ample networking opportunities to make new connections in the industry. So, Greg, none of us has ever been to Fabtech before. Explain to us what we're going to get ourselves into going there. Okay, so Fabtech is one of my two favorite shows of all time. The first one being the farm shows out in Tulare, California. I won't get into a lot of detail about that, but Fabtech is is cool because you don't get as many people as the farm show. I think the farm show got a quarter of a million people, and Fabtech gets anywhere, depending on the year, between thirty and 40,000 people coming through the doors. From my research, that's what I found out. So, But there's 1,200 manufacturers. So that's a lot of manufacturers in the metal fabrication industry. That's a lot of opportunity. That's everybody. Yeah. That's almost everybody. Yep. Yeah, I think we talked about it before that welding and it's such a very vast industry and, and, and stuff, but really the community is pretty small. So, I mean, to your point, like it, it, one of the things that I've always experienced is the, like the faces don't change a whole lot in the welding industry, but they might change where they're employed or where they're working, you know, from year to year. That happens a lot. Welding is kind of, it's close knit. It's a community. I mean, we talk about global community all the time. I mean, it is a community. The thing that I look forward to at Fabtech is not only the number of people that are there, but all the demos and all the new products. There's a lot of companies that literally steer their their marketing efforts around Fabtech, like Fabtech is sort of the springboard into 20 the next year, in this case, 2023. In addition to all that, you got all your social influencers that are going to be there. You know, I know for a fact that people like Jason Becker, Barbie the Welder, Ray Ripple, Bob Moffat will be there. We'll all be there, right? So you got the weld.com team and there's a host, there's there's a bunch of others. I'm pretty sure Dab's gonna be there too. And I mean we could go down the list and just start naming off people and and, and dinging the bell, but all this, the influencers are gonna be there. And so there's you just get this place where you get new cool tools, influencers, people that want to learn about, you know, processes and and all those things. And then the learning sessions that we were kind of talking about before we kicked all this off. So it's a place where all of that sort of comes together under one roof. Should we be bringing our hoods? Your yeah. welding hood? Yeah. Did they bring their own welding hood or did they yeah. like 
Because that's that's something that I'm looking forward to is the demos, right? Let me yeah. touch it. Let me touch it. What is it? What does it do? It is indoors, and so there's not a lot of that going on. And even if there was, I don't think people are allowed to let spectators come in and start operating machinery. I don't think there's a lot of that that's ever going on. Well, even like just watching it, though, like watching demos, like how does that work out? Like, how do you walk around and see how people are going to demo like machines and stuff? One of the things I was impressed with a couple of years ago that I saw for the first time ever was, I don't know if you guys have ever seen or heard of friction welding. Yeah, of course. Big old booth. There was like several manufacturers. Uh, ESOB was one of them. I think I saw one uh, possibly in like the Lincoln booth where they were demoing friction welding because it was the new thing, right? It was, it was just something people hadn't seen before. And you'd walk by and you would just see demo after demo, like every 15 minutes, it'd just be on, uh, it's kind of like a, a video on a loop, right? So it was very similar where it was the demonstration. It's just looped and it just continues and, and goes on over and over again. So there's a lot of that that goes on where they've pre-thought out what the demo is going to be and people are walking by and you just get to see it and, and admire from the aisle way or if you step in. I imagine they've got like some screens up or something, some darkened screens if they're doing mm-hmm. some wall welding. Got some good extractors above them that were probably just shooting out pure air out the butt end of them. I'm sure they're not plumbing them into the building, but yeah, that's something I'm looking forward to, like the laser welding and stuff. Like I've never got my hands on a laser welder. That's something I'm super excited about. I've heard that you can go try those out. Really? That would be dope. I, what I really want to try is you only ever see really good laser welds, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to see what it takes to just bung one right up, you know? Yeah. Like, how do I do? I sit, can I just sit here and put a hole through it? Or can I put excess wire? Can I just put a bunch of spiky things all over it? Let me mess one of these welds up. I want to see what, how idiot proof is a laser welder. Yeah, I would love to see that too. It's like, all right, let's push it to the limit. Let's see how, how idiot proof it is because those those salesmen are definitely real strong. Like, give me one, anyone who's never welded before 15 minutes, I'll make them a welder, right? Okay, let me walk in there and play <laughs> play down for a bit. <laughs> What's a welder? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so me, Garrett, and Austin, we have not been before, but... Right. What are you guys excited as people that have never been? I know I'm just excited to see all of these people like yourselves that I've only seen on the internet meeting yeah, I'm people. To meet you too, bro. It's been a long time coming. We finally get that. Hell, Garrett, Greg, all all of y'all. I finally get to know y'all for so, I feel like forever now, and now I actually get to shake your hand, and that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I've got a few reasons in particular. Number one is obviously seeing the companies and the vendors that, you know, I admire the products that I use, you know, let's say Furic Edge, CK Worldwide, HTP, Abercore Benzel, Stronghand Tools, just to name a few. And just actually, you know, be able to see the people who are behind what they're doing. And and I love meeting people face to face. And, you know, that leads me to my second reason, which would be, I've been pretty heavily involved in the social media side over the last few years, like Austin has. And what I don't think anyone truly understands is I have, there is not one person at Fabtech that I have ever met in person. Okay. And now keep in mind, that's Blue Demon. I'm part of Blue Crew. I mean, I've got my own dealings going on with them. I mean, I've never met a single person that will be attending Fabtech, which really kind of speaks volumes when you think about what we're able to accomplish with social media and everything and the bonds. You feel like you know somebody, but you've never actually met them. There's so many people that, you know, I've admired that pushed me in this direction. And now to actually have the ability to be able to meet them in person, I'm really looking forward to that. And then 
you know, most importantly, being the digital marketing manager for Weld. It's funny, you got the old adage where they, you know, they say, you know, follow your passion and do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And that's truly what I'm doing now. And that's, you know, spreading awareness and knowledge about the Weld app. That's why I want to be there more than anything, because I, I feel like it's something that everybody needs to hear about. And they're going to. And I feel like it goes back to that whole like meeting someone in person. It's like whenever I apply to a job, if I go and talk to the person about the job, I'm going to get the job. But if they just look at me on paper, I'm probably going to get passed up. Same thing with the Weld app. I could message someone all day about it. But if I get in front of your face and be like, look at all this cool stuff that's in here. Trust me, this is where you want to be. I think that's going to help the app grow just immensely just by showing people it's like, this is how easy it is to use this. This is all the people who are on here. You know, I'm excited. Not only that, but a chance to to actually show them, right? Yeah. Show those people what really, what the app does have as far as bells and whistles. Because, you know, all these folks got an app. Everyone makes an app nowadays. But people don't understand it's not just educational videos. There's networking. There is videos. There's education. There's jobs. There's a whole list of it with the bells and whistles attached to that all in one spot for these welders, fabricators, businessmen alike to all get into one, one location. So being able, I know that was a big thing for me when I was able to see someone in person, hold the app in front of them and actually show them, hey, like, check it out. We got these videos in here that have resources and they have timestamps where you can click and go to the part that you want to see. Like, you don't have to waste any time on what you don't want to see. You can ask that person directly on, on what tips they have as far as in that weld that they did. It's just connecting on a whole new level and not to mention that but you'll see vendors in those videos too that are also tagged in those videos that you can get connected with someone from there so it it really ties in the welder to the new user to the industry everyone into one location to build the biggest global welding community that exists thousand percent very well said brother well and speaking of community okay we're going down there greg what do people do after the show every day there's got to be some sort of networking events every single night i know tuesday i'm (laughs) very excited about the party being hosted by it's nine different companies over at the velvet undergo it's gonna get burnt down that night i feel like any any company should really err on the side of caution when they invite a bunch of welders and alcohol (laughs) especially the first hundred people are getting two free drink tickets just saying I'll be there early. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be lining up. I will say, like, there there is a lot of networking that happens not only afterward. There is a lot that happens afterwards, but there's a lot that happens actually inside the event. I can tell you in in years past, somebody that's done a really good job is Norton Abrasives. They, they hold this event strategically right, uh, you know, towards the end of the closing day. And they usually have one or two days that they pick out, right? And so they have uh, this uh, intimate setting where you come into their booth and they invite you. Ooh, intimate. How intimate do you get with grinding discs, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> it's intimate because there's beer involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we're really going to mess this stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Look at that nine-inch grinder with the flappy. It, it, by the way, Norton, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> I'd like one of those invites. So, you know, I've attended in the past in my former career, and they like people like Norton Abrasives do a great job of hosting while you're at the event. You know, they, they do a good job of taking care of people coming in into their booth. And then there's the after event stuff, right? There's all this networking that goes on in the event, and people make plans to go out and, and connect, you know, outside of all the chaos and the noise and the, the crowds and all this other stuff. And so I'm looking forward to, you know, going to the event that we're, you know, we're all going to on Tuesday night. 
uh, that's the, you know, where are we going? The Hard Rock. Hard Rock. The Hard Velvet rock. Underground. Yeah. Yeah, where's, where's CK doing there? Is they're having a supper on the night? Yeah, uh, that's Monday night, right? I'm honestly not sure. We'll be there. Wherever it's at, we will be there on Monday. We'll be reporting live from the street at all the parties to be had. <laughs> I, I do have one piece of advice. I have to say this to anybody listening to the podcast. Wear comfortable shoes. You will walk your feet right off. Do you, you recommend like bringing like a swag bag where you can grab all the? Because surely these vendors got like keychains, hats, and shirts that they're throwing out like candy, right? So oh yeah. You bring like a drawstring backpack or like something to keep all your stuff in, you know? Yep. Otherwise, you're gonna be looking like you just robbed a bank with all your pockets full for the stuff, <laughs> or, you know? I personally, you know, plan on bringing a 55 gallon trash bag. So. Yeah. There you go. I think both me and you had this conversation the other day about hats, you know, having too many hats. I had, to, I, I saw this event coming. I threw away like 12 hats and I was like, I'm I have no use for you anymore. Y'all are going to get soon replaced. As soon as I get the fabric, I guarantee it. I'm going to be like, I need one of these and one of those, one of these, one of these. I'll tell you one of my favorite pieces of swag I ever got. So there's a manufacturer that makes uh, welding cable. It's Kalis Cable, Kalis Manufacturing, whatever name you want to call them, right? One of the three top manufacturers of welding cable. Last year, they had chip clips. Yeah. For your burritos? Yes, for your Doritos. And man, were these things industrial state strength chip clips. So I went by and I grabbed one. This man's favorite piece of swag. It's a chip clip. <laughs> That's how you know he's not welding. Some like really cool like security flashlight with maybe a glass breaker on one end or something action packed like this guy's old past of being a bouncer at a bar. No, he's like, man, the chip clip. Hey man, none <laughs> of them fall out. Chip clip. Give me the yeah. chip clips. You would you would think from a, a guy that used to work in a bar, I would have gone for the koozies, right? Yeah. Or bottle opener. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I went back like four times. With a fake mustache? Yeah, fake mustache, yeah. Can I get another chip clip? Can I get, like, they're like, yes, we're not fooling anyone. They're like, man, you've had enough. You've had <laughs> enough, man. Get out of here. That brings me, I mean, we're talking about chip clips. What about food? Is there food there at Fabtech, or is that kind of like an outside activity? There, there is food there. There's, they, they got, if you look on a map, right, uh, there's a map of the, the facility. There's an A, B, and a C building there. Um, most of the people that we're going to be associated with, with like weld.com and the manufacturers that we all know and love, uh, will be in the C building. The other two buildings are more of like the robotics and the lasers and large machines, right? And so there is concession stands on the outside edges of each one of those buildings. And then always at these convention centers, there's restaurants within a block or two or three where a lot of people like to get off site. And, and you, would you, would you recommend to like eat the hot dogs and pizza? that they got at Fabtech, or do I want to go to a restaurant outside of Fabtech? Yeah, I would recommend uh, going off-site. Uh, I mean, the concession stands are exactly that. You know, right, go like, You're in a bind, and you have to stay put, so yeah, yeah. I'm ball around the budget. Enjoy this $12 hot dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hot dog that it's, well, I don't know, Astros, we got the dollar glizzy night. That's dollar hot dog all night. So, Garrett, you're going to be giving away some stuff here, I hear. Absolutely, man. I've been working on a 16 by 14, a TIG art piece that is a lion on 
mirrored plate. I'm going to be giving that away, not at Fabtech, but the piece will be there. And all you've got to do to be eligible, you can find us at the Blue Demon booth and you download the Weld app um, in front of us and you're going to be entered to win it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Speaking of that, where are people going to be able to find us at Fabtech? We have a home and a couple spots, and we're going to be roaming the wild plains of Fabtech, right? So you'll have Greg. He's going to be kind of the nomad, right? He'll be all over the place. But you'll see Garrett and I, the Weldonoki, Dr. Welds at Blue Demon and the Abacore booths. And I'm just going to be the man on the street. Yeah. I'm going to be out there get, just getting your opinions. Cards like ninja stars. <laughs> Guys and gals listening to the podcast, if you find a well.com business card in your swag bag and you don't remember picking it up, it's probably both. Well, Greg, this might be a good question for you. What is the the vibe with people at Fabtech? Are most people there just to kind of check out everything or are there a ton of people coming to learn new skills and everything from these sessions? You know, it's a combination of a, a, a lot of different things. It, it, in my past years, what I've noticed is there's a lot of people from sort of manufacturing, right? So fabrication plants and, and you know places that make things, right? There's a lot of those running around. You've got the people that are in, chor- in charge of like the uh, CapEx purchases. They're looking for new items that are going to make their, you know, streamline what they're doing at their businesses. But they've also got, usually you'll see 10 or 15 other people from some of these places that are coming around. They're the ones that are responsible for actually, you know, rolling up their sleeves and getting dirty and, and, and making the stuff. And so they're the ones that are walking around looking for all the new widgets and the new, the, the better process and a new way to do something, right? And so you'll get this really cool combination of people that are looking for processes. And those are the ones you'll find inside of the sessions um, that are highlighted and and hosted by certain manufacturers. And then uh, you'll get another section of people that they're literally just walking around looking at what's on the tables, contact booths, connecting with people, exchanging business cards, you know, fostering relationships as they're walking around. So there's, it's a combination of a lot of stuff. There's something there for everybody. Uh, in my past and, you know, since I've been there, it's always been more the the fostering the relationships and going from booth to booth and, and checking out what's new, what's hot in the industry. That's kind of always been my sort of background. But, you know, one of these years, I'm going to get into one of these sessions because I've never done it before and I really would like to do it because... I'm going to weasel my way in. I'm, I'm going to weasel my way into at least two or three sessions. What are these sessions typically? Like, what are some of the subjects that they cover? There's some that I've been checking out that I thought would be really helpful just in my day-to-day life, just as like a small business. There's one that's job costing and estimating a changing economy, something that's very topical right now. There's stainless steel fabrications, do's and don'ts, and why nots. There's getting the most out of your website and digital ads, sessions that'll help people that are growing a business grow faster and grow correctly, I think, because a lot of people striking out on their own, they're not really going to have that big of a guide to direct them. So this would just be kind of like master classes on how to how to make your business better than it is right now. And I really do believe when it comes to I mean I don't I don't have my own business, but I know that from marketing my own self it has probably made my job a little easier when it gets to the point where I'm ready to break out to do my own business. I have the marketing thing figured out. Uh, you know, I can reach out to these people that I've met over the course of years and 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 network myself and learn a bit about the social media marketing that is so important nowadays. So I can see where that could be really, you know, really beneficial, I guess, is what I'm getting at to learning those aspects of it. Tips on networking. 
What are you guys' biggest tips on networking, like do's and don'ts of networking? How to make the most out of a ton of people in one place? Know your audience. Always be yourself. I mean, those are my two main things. And then, I don't know, I'll, I'll probably let Austin kind of piggyback off of that. But for sure, those two things. You know, there you definitely want to be personable and be yourself and, and try to let that shine through. But you also want to have that almost professional sales confidence in sales because essentially you are selling something and that's yourself. All right. You're trying to market yourself to this person that they need to know that you're someone that they just want to be around. Right. You've got to sell that to them. So that's kind of my way of marketing is just everyone's a target. Everyone's your friend. Until and until proven that you know you just can't break through to some people, right? But come into every conversation curious, ask more questions about them, and less telling them about you unless they ask for it. Listening, building the relationship, handing a business card. Uh, one thing that I made mistakes on is like handing my business card but forgetting to take theirs, right? That's yeah. a big one, right? Maybe I wanted to reach out to you, but now I have now I have to wait for you. So there is that. What I've seen is business cards now are like candy, right? Yeah. Everyone's swapping or there's trading, trading cards, essentially. As far as networking, man, just everybody's a target. Everybody's your friend. You never know where that one person might take you later on in life. You might meet somebody that's selling 3D printers. Next thing you know, you're looking for a job in sales and this person's out of the blue, right? And you can get into it. And a big part of sales in general is you're just trying to solve a problem, correct? So knowing what your value is to people you are meeting, just what you could do to help them solve a problem. That's what sales is in a sense, like in a nutshell. When I think of networking, it's like, I know what I'm worth and what I can do. And when I meet you and hear what you're looking for, I just show you the ways that I can make it happen. I mean, I know Greg's got something to bring to this conversation. I can see him. He's, he's stuttering and stuttering. He's, he's squirming over yeah, there. He's, he's like, come on, this is my thing, man. No, no, it's not that my thing. Like, I, I, like I'm looking at it from a different perspective, right? So I'm, I'm kind of laughing because these two guys have that, like, like they're, they're talking about networking at a personal level, right? I'm mm-hmm. more thinking at it like, uh, you know, when you go to Fabtech, how are you efficient? Because there's so much there, right? Like, you get lost. And it's, like you literally can go somewhere, have a conversation with somebody and get turned around and like, okay, what was I doing? Where am I at? Where am I going? That sort of thing. Right. And so here's my, uh, well, two shameless plugs, right? Um, one, you know, we're talking about the the mobile app, the Weld app, right? So we've got our Weld app that helps us connect with the global community. But at the same time, in the last, you know, five or six years, I've been going to this event. Fabtech actually puts out a really cool mobile app that you can download and it's there in the app store right now and one of the cool like there's a, there's a bunch of cool features in there right but the one that i take advantage of is i go down the the list and i highlight all the companies i want to visit and have a conversation with and so i create uh, you can call them bookmarks favorites whatever you want right and then there's a feature inside the mobile app it's called quick list inside the fabtech app and if you hit the quick list what it does is it takes everybody that you bookmark and then it routes them in a way where it starts you at point A and it literally winds you through the event and tells you the, the sequence of booths that you should hit. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty freaking crucial right there. I think that's yeah. a good point uh, that you made because I'm going to be the newbie there and I'm going to be running around like I take out my head cut off, just head on a swivel. I'm probably going to get whiplash because I'm going to go, ooh, what's that? What's this? What's that? And then lose track of where I am. And if I don't leave my little bread trail crumb behind me, I'm going to get lost. Going there 
there and if you've never been there before like you there's something shiny at, in every direction right and so if you're there to accomplish stuff and you want to make sure that you hit a certain number of people and you want to make you know those connections i would say using their mobile app is actually really it's very handy to make sure you stay on some sort of course right or some kind of track mobile apps are freaking handy right yep aren't they aren't they the, the handiest things the apps are so great yeah especially those involved in welding yeah well so you're saying there's like a google maps in the app to plan out your pathways it's you can do it a couple of different ways but what i do is i go down the alphabetical list and i uh i literally start bookmarking all of the people i want to talk to right so if i were to pull up my list right now i can tell you there's about 40 people that i that's on five text website you went to the list of people that are going in alphabetical order and then you bookmarked it on their website yep and then there's a, there's another feature. It's it, it's in there because there's like 20 different things inside the mobile app. You can pick this feature. It's it's got a list of guests and um, you know like there's a map of the place and there's you know places to eat, restaurants and stuff like that. There's a list for everything, right? It's this little feature. It's called a quick list, and it'll literally route you from one end of a building to the other and tell you the best course to take to to hit everybody you want to hit. So it's kind of cool. It's, it's a great way to network if you're there to network and you want to hit a bunch of people and you're short on time. Are people selling stuff here too, or is this more of an exhibition? Like, can I go pick up some sweet new hoods and gloves and all that kind of stuff? Or is that just kind of like showing it off and you can order off our website? It's the latter. You'd have to show up, order off the website. Everything there is just sort of show and tell. Everything has a price though. (laughs) You can walk up to like some of these plasma tables and just like start auctioning them off. Yeah. Yeah. Like that way they don't, that's actually not a bad idea for them to see if they can auction off their shit before they have to go, go back and uh, pay for shipping. I will, I will tell you a funny story about that. Right. So it's, there's always this, okay, it's, it's all show and tell, but I can tell you there are certain manufacturers where the people that are there don't want to take home the stuff that they brought with them. (laughs) So you sweet talk. That's where, that's me and Bo. We're going to be running around all day. I'm bringing my truck. It's going to be Halloween for sure. Be trick or treating every booth at the end there. I will give a plug that there is, I don't know if they do this all the time, but I can tell you there was one year, right? So I'll just leave it at that. There was that one time at Bandcamp where uh, one of my favorite companies called Flange Wizard. They're going to be there. They are going to be there. Rob. I've been using Flange Wizards for years. Definitely best two hole pins, pipe fitting tools for sure. Yep. They've they've got a magnetic flange aligner that if you haven't seen it, you're. What did you call me? Magnetic flange aligner. Don't bring up my medical conditions, man. (laughs) That does sound like something that has to do with farting now. Go to the Flange Wizard booth. They're cool people. (laughs) I specifically wanted to go over and check out Flange Wizard because I talked to Chris Shavers on the podcast and he was telling me all like just all his stories about the Flange Wizard. So I was like, I got to go check it out. Got to see it in person. There is one more product I want to talk like this is something I want to see. I've been hearing about it. Maybe you guys have seen and heard it. Thermocut has a new plasma machine that they're. Yes, yes, very nice. I've seen, I've heard, and I want to touch it. A a lot of us in the welding industry, as far as like the handheld stuff goes, right? One big name in the industry. There's a bunch of, there's some other smaller ones, but this Thermocut, uh, from what I've seen, it's cool. It's got the nice digital, digital screen. It hooks up to your plasma tape. Uh, pretty se- seamlessly, but it's kind of a s- sleeker design, and you know it's the hundred and hundred and five amp, you know, rig. That's a lot of beans that'll cut some two inch thick steel, you know. 
It's a lot of beans indeed. <laughs> a lot of beans for a plasma cutter. Like the one that I got right now is a, it goes up to 50 amps and it gets to screaming whenever it cuts about quarter to it'll a half inch cut, but it doesn't like it. And that's only by hand. So on the CNC machine, I'm looking for something bigger. And that's, I think that's something that I'd be looking towards getting. It's depending on what I see there at Fabtech. I'm really interested in it. What are you excited to check out, Garrett? Honestly, number one, and it's going to seem kind of crazy, but I'm kind of a, a geek at heart. These two may not know this, but I want to check out all the robotics. For those people that haven't seen or heard about this company, it's their cutting-edge technology, very cool stuff, right? The company is pronounced Abaji, A-B-A-G-Y. They're uh, located over, they're very close, if I remember correctly on the map, I think they're over somewhere in between like the Abacor Benzel booth and AWS, somewhere in between there. They've got some software that can cut down on your programming time for your robotics, your cobots and that sort of thing. So they can take it down to roughly 25% of what your normal setup time would be. To put in perspective, what I saw is like, if you're setting the robotic arm, I know the audience can't see me do my little swan arm in the in the video here but if you were to program Beautiful. it from this point to this point you've got to program that drop well you also have to compensate for this so now you got to program two different pivots and then three different pivots and then gun angle then arc and voltage and then you get to do that one step at a time on this pendant right and now they're going to get it to where you just put it here 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 and then it's just like good to go I'm guessing it's some sort of AI. Yeah, similar. I mean, it's it's still semi-automatic in a way. That there still has to be a user to program it, but it, it makes the programming a lot easier for anyone coming in to learn. Any welder could probably go program this thing, whereas before you needed a technician to kind of program the, the unit, and the welder would just be like, mm, program one, preset, and then he would just use it. Now the welder is going to be able to use it. Right. He'll be able to adjust or it may be easier for them to learn it on their own and not have to even worry about a technician for programming. So it sounds like they're eliminating you having to account for the degree of travel between each axis. I used to operate robots. You don't know this, but yeah, I did. So it was actually it was my first job straight out of high school working in a foundry. And it was the same thing as kind of what we've got now. But. I mean, you're talking if you it was like, let's say a six axis uh, robotic arm. So if you extended that out, it'd be 40 foot long. Right. And then what they would do is all it is, is a big grinder that had all kinds of programs that were set. It was for castings. You would grind it down and then it would rotate out on a table and then you would get it prepped for the machine shop. But you'd have to be able to manipulate the code as needed. Right. See, this is this was like a job that the technicians would do. The welders would have no no part of it because it was kind of complicated. You'd have to take the program and to move it from point A to B, you might have that program and then like six sub programs for that one move, including your angle and your arc and voltage and stuff. This just kind of knocks all of those other things off. It's almost like the synergic welding machine. Set your thickness here, set your uh, size wire, and then go from here to here. And then the robot's like, there you go, master. Right. So there's a lot less to try to program. Program and, and figure into all that. It's from what I've gathered from the YouTube video I watched. <laughs> you're going to be kind of checking that out, aren't you, Austin? Yeah, yeah. They're going to have me invite me into the booth and I'm going to get to play with the pendant. That's why I figured, you know, you being the nerd that you are, you probably want to arm wrestle it or something. So you want to get in there and uh, have a go with the robot. I bet we can have some fun with it. Hey, I'm not the doctor here. So you do. Yeah. You I use my intellect, not my brawn. Honestly, because I don't have any. My wife likes me because I'm funny. That's about it. Wrapping this up, Garrett, who are you most excited to meet there? Dad's Wellington, Brian DePaul from Blue Demon, Ray Ripple, and 
each and every one of you that are on this screen. What about you, Austin? Who are you most excited to be? Well, Garrett took my sappy moment. I was just going to say, honestly, it was, it was, it's got to do with meeting all the people that I've been building a relationship over the, the months with well.com and uh, all the people that are going to be there. I get to finally meet them in person and kind of help that relationship grow a lot further. But as far as the influencer stuff, love to see him. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Can't wait for the after parties. That'll be where we kind of get the cut loose. Right. So that's what I'm looking forward to as far as meeting everybody with you guys. Oh, my God. What about you? What about you, Greg? So I'm going to stay away from the uh, sappy lovey dovey thing. You know, the, the, the people that I really want to meet is I, I'd like to reconnect with a lot of old friends and old manufacturers that I've known throughout the years. It's been a while. It's been a couple of years since I've really connected with them. I want to. Uh, the list is long. It's like 40 of them. And then I think the other ones that I wrote, like that I've never had a chance to meet Jason Becker. I'd really like to be able to meet Jason. Um, I'm an admirer of his work. The other one is uh, Bob Moffat, right? Uh, even though he's a well.com guy, the, the closest I've been to talking to Bob Moffat was a couple of years ago. Um, there was a counterpart of mine that I used to work with. His name was Donnie, and he was doing a demo on the pier clamps. And uh, he was doing an interview with Bob Moffat, and Bob Moffat was watching Donnie. It was all said and done. I remember this very distinctly because I was standing there watching the whole thing. And Bob reaches into his wallet and goes, here, just take my damn money, right? Kind of a funny little, uh, you know, a, a session where the, the two of them had this interaction. But, you know, I was kind of like a flying wall standing. I was being a fanboy from from back in the distance. And uh, I'd love to be able to connect with Bob face to face and just kind of shake his hand and say hi. And uh, you know, we've talked on these, you know, these, these meetings and, you know, Google Meets and uh, FaceTime and all this other stuff, but just being able to meet him face to face, Jason Becker. Like to be able to reconnect with Barbie the Welder again. Met her a couple of times, but always fun to say hi. That's my wish list. I just want to meet all the listeners out there. That's who I want to meet. Say if you listen to this podcast, I want to. Yeah, okay. if you listen to this podcast, I want to meet you <laughs> at the hey, at I, the I, Hard Rock Cafe Tuesday night. This has to be said. So the three of us on this podcast, Garrett. Austin and myself will be running around. Uh, we will be wearing purple shirts that say weld on them. Very easy to find us in a crowd, especially the Sasquatch, right? You can't cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary will be the one in the cutoff sleeves. No, uh, I already uh, petitioned for it and it was denied. If you come find us, purple shirts, say weld on them, and you show us that you've downloaded the mobile app and you are a premium subscriber, we might just have some surprises for you. Random drawings, random giveaways, random things, slap pack shirts, hats, who knows? I don't know what we're doing yet, but something's brewing. It's a free business card. I'm going to be a little bit more sneaky than these guys, but I'll be sporting my weld.com merch. I got my weld stuff. I'll be cooping in. You know what I'm saying? Cooping. That's my favorite shirt, man. Cooping. Mine. Cooping. We also got some new merch coming. Well.com's got some new merch, new designs coming out with some fresh flavor. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington, and if you're at Fabtech, I want to meet you. Make sure you head on over and download the Weld app today to get connected to welders all over the globe, as well as access to great educational content, job postings, and so much more. Until next week, we'll see you out there.